clarity, reason, common sense, your dose of sanity in an insane world. This is radio in high resolution. And now, the man for whom the word Russian usually involves being late for a meal, your host and buffet champion, Pastor Kurt. I don't think I resemble that at all, but God bless you. We're grateful and thankful that you are uh, listening to High Resolution Radio. This is a podcast that we do. It's part of our radio show and uh, gives us an opportunity to kind of share with you uh, some some things that are happening around the world that are, are maybe on the news, maybe not, but giving you a, a perspective from a biblical standpoint. And um, and there's a lot happening, and I'm uh, I'm concerned about a lot of things. As I'm sure that you are concerned. Want to encourage you to uh, make sure that you're telling people about this podcast and uh, and passing it on, sharing it with your uh, with your friends and and uh, giving them an opportunity to uh, to see some of the things that are happening. I want to get right to it. There's been a lot happening, obviously, with Russia, and there's been a lot of communication, a lot of things talking about it, but I want to give something from a completely different perspective, from a biblical perspective only. It's not about politics. It's definitely uh, biblical. So I, 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 there's this whole thing that's been going on between uh, the United States uh, and, and, and accusing Russia of these, these events, and I think they're all true, they're all correct. Uh, we've had some misstatements from President Trump. He's come back. He's corrected those things. That's not really what I want to talk about. What I really want to get to here is talking about who Putin is and understanding from a biblical standpoint the role he plays. And um, uh, we have had many presidents that have been fooled by Russia because we operate on a different premise than they do. And, and, and I'm not making excuses for our presidents. I'm simply suggesting to you that we're a nation that we, when somebody says something to us, we, we take them at their word for the most part. When somebody shakes our hand and, and says, I'm going to do this for you, we anticipate and think that they're going to do these things. This is not true with Russia. It never has been true. In fact, I would say that they're very closely aligned themselves with Iran in this regard that as long as it advances the Russian Federation, as long as it, 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 it just like in Islam, when Islam, uh, it's perfectly okay to lie in, in Islam as long as it advances Islam. So in this regard, they're very similar uh, between the Russian Federation and what's happening under Sharia law, that Russians believe that it's perfectly acceptable to lie as long as they are protecting Mother Russia. And, um, and, of course, we see this, this happening a lot. There's, so there's been a lot of deception. Now, I want to just talk about our last three presidents, our current president plus the last two presidents. Because Putin has come on the scene, and um, uh, he's, he's been on again, off again, and he was first met by President Bush. And um, we all know the famous line. I'm going to run the video for you in just a second about, you know, he looked into his soul and knew uh, who he was dealing with. And there's, there's some things about that that President, Trump, President Bush at the time um, has, has taken back because, um, and he had some reasons why he did that. But I want to run this tape. I want to talk about it quickly. And then I want to talk about President Obama, uh, what he had to do with Russia, and then also what Trump has had to do and circle and bring this up to you and give you the biblical perspective behind it. Let's, let's, let's run Bush first. Uh, I'll answer the question. I looked the man in the eye. I found it to be very straightforward and trustworthy. 
Uh, we had a very good dialogue. I was able to um, get a sense of his soul. He's a man deeply committed to his country and the best interests of his country. So he, he, he was looking into his soul and he was seeing somebody that he could deal with. You know, that's our perspective. That's our hearts here in the nation, uh, in the United States. Our, our desire is to give people the benefit of the doubt. But we need to understand who we're dealing with. And I think from a perspective, even though this was public, and I think, uh, you know, uh, certainly President Bush, who I've had the opportunity to meet, was, was certainly someone who uh, was knowledgeable and knew what was going on. But sometimes we say these things and we give a public perception of something that's not true at all. Uh, Putin is definitely somebody that we should all be concerned about. And he's probably, the, I would say, the second greatest uh, danger to our world um, beyond Islam. So, uh, so there's this misstatement. Now I want to go to a clip under President Obama when he was running for his second term and he's talking to the Russian ambassador to make sure to tell Putin to let him know he's going to be able to get a lot more done for, uh, for Putin as soon as the election is over. And I want to run this clip and then talk about this just for a moment. This is my last election, basically. Yeah. After my election, I have more flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I transmit this information to Vladimir and understand what So I know that was, that was tough to hear, but, but um, it was something that was off the cuff. It was something that was not supposed to be picked up by the mics. The mics were hot. And you can see the kind of negotiations that were taking place. Uh, President Obama, for good or bad, was very much an appeaser. And he was doing everything he could to uh, uh, let Russia know he was going to do whatever he could for them. And this was with regard to, to nuclear proliferation uh, uh, throughout, throughout the world. And, uh, and really, uh, all the troubles that were taking place during the Obama administration with regards to Russia. Putin has been trouble for us for years and years and years, even going back when he was uh, the KGB. But um, now here we are dealing with him, with President Trump, and President Trump met in Helsinki uh, this particular week, and there's some things that Trump said that brought certainly some concerns to me. I think that they may be a concern to you as well, as he was meeting uh, with, with Putin. Now, Again, I think Trump is one of these people that never plays his cards, so he, he's not gonna he's not gonna tell you what he's thinking. But again, publicly, he's made some announcements here about Putin that I think are wrong. And then in a later interview that I'm going to share with you here in just a minute, I think it'll kind of wrap it all up for you. So let's let's roll the tape from uh, Helsinki. Would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin? Would you denounce what happened in 2016, and would you warn him to never do it again? All I can do is ask the question. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, he just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong and powerful in his denial today. And what he did is an incredible offer. He offered to have the people working on the case come and work with their investigators with respect to the 12 people. I think that's an incredible offer. The probe is a disaster for our country. I think it's kept us apart. It's kept us separated. There was no collusion at all. Uh, everybody knows it. As to who is to be believed and to who is not to be believed, you can trust no one if you, if you take this. Where did you get this idea that 
President Trump trusts me or I trust him. He defends the interests of the United States of America, and I do defend the interests of the Russian Federation. We should be guided by facts. Could you name a single fact that would definitively prove the collusion? This is utter nonsense. So what I wanted you to see is that there's, again, there's this deception that is taking place. There was deception under the Bush administration deception certainly underneath the Obama administration. I think to a certain extent, at least publicly, there's deception between the Trump administration uh, where we we want to take them at face value for what they're saying. But um, I think, you know, really we have to go back to Reagan where it was really trust but verify that they were really going to do these things that they say they're going to do. Now, if you've been listening to our podcast for any length of time, you know we're uh, great friends and supporters of the state of Israel, and and not so because of political issues, but strictly because of biblical issues, because God has his eye on Israel. He says that Israel is the apple of his eye, and uh, we as his children, especially as Christians, are have a, our duty bound to uh, what Paul says, to minister to the Jewish people in material things. That doesn't mean that we come after them and try to preach and teach Christianity. What it truly means is, is we are to minister to them and look after them and, and, and help to supply them with all their needs. Why? Paul tells us because, because they have given us the spiritual things of God. They've given us the patriarchs. They've given us the, the, the prophets. They have given us the first family of, of Christianity in terms of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, of course, has been around before the foundations of the world, but came into this world into a Jewish family uh, and, and, uh, and performed all the things that, that, uh, that Christ did. And, but my point for getting to, to this is, is that all of this ultimately has to do with Israel. In fact, one of the main reasons why Trump went to Helsinki to meet with Putin had to do with Russia being in Syria and supporting not only Assad, but also supporting uh, uh, Iran. And I want to just, I'll show you some pictures here in a minute, but I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to know that uh, Putin is playing not only both sides of the fence, but he's playing this specifically for the people that he, uh, that he trusts and, quite frankly, owns. And he certainly has his interest in Iran. He has his uh, interest in Syria. They have several military bases. They have a naval base now in Syria that Putin will never leave. Strategically, it puts him right where he wants to be. But here's what I wanted to get to very quickly. Uh, United States President Donald Trump on Monday after the summit had this to say uh, to his counterpart about, about Putin. He said that we had really good conclusions were reached regarding Israel. He also said that Putin is a strong supporter of Israel and the Prime Minister, and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. I'm going to tell you right from the beginning, he may have said those things, but that is an absolute lie, and I'll tell you more about that in just a minute. We came to, uh, uh, Trump continues to say that we came to a lot of good conclusions, a really good conclusion for Israel, something that's going to be very strong. Trump said Putin was a believer in Israel. He's a fan of Bibi, and this is Trump still speaking. He said, I added, uh, he he, he added using uh, Netanyahu's nickname. He said, um, really helping him a lot and will help him a lot which is good for all of us. He was talking about what Putin is going to do for, uh, for Israel. So 
Trump and, uh, said that uh, Putin also wanted to tackle some terrorism issues. He went on to talk about some of these things. But at the joint press conference with Russia, Trump said to, that Moscow, he, he said, said that Moscow would like to do certain things with Syria having to do with the safety of Israel. We absolutely would like to work in order to help Israel, and Israel will be working with us. So, he says, both countries will work jointly together for this purpose. Trump then goes on to add that creating safety for Israel is something both Putin and I would like to see very much. All right. Let me give you just some quick background here. We're going to wrap this up. Putin has been upholding Assad. Putin has been behind the chemical weapons attack that have been killing women and children, specifically Christians and, and, and the Syrians that, that, that are, that are non-Christians uh, in there. It just killed hundreds of thousands of them. He's also been supportive of Turkey. Turkey has been uh, uh, right by their side, especially since the coup that took place in Turkey. And these are things, as Christians, you need to know. You need to have an eye on where we're heading with all of this because what we're about to hear about and see is Ezekiel, the 38th and 39th chapter that's coming into play. And I'll share more about it in a second. But when Trump added this comment, he said, he said creating safety for Israel is something both Putin and I would like to do. It, it rung something for me that Paul said to us that we would see with the coming of Messiah that would come, that Jesus, when Jesus returns. And it's first in First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verses one through three, that I want to read for you, and then tell me what you think. It says this, and Paul, Paul is speaking, he says, but concerning the times of the seasons, he's speaking of the, the latter days, brethren. He says, you have no need that I should write to you. He says, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. Then verse 3, he says this, For when they say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. He was very clearly telling us what would happen. So here we have the world leaders talking peace and safety in a, in a, in a time where we are biblically seeing this alignment now that's taking place in Syria where all the players are on the stage for Ezekiel 38 and 39. And I won't go over the whole thing. I'm just going to give you the brief rundown. Russia is going to be the leader. The Bible very clearly tells us this. All biblical direction is centered from Jerusalem. We're going to see Syria. We're going to see Iraq. We're going to see Lebanon. We're going to see Iran. We're going to see all the Islamic nations that are going to come to fight against Israel. We're going to see uh, Libya in, in, in Africa. We're going to see these nations, and the Bible calls them out by name. Now, they're calling them by their tribal names, but by their tribal names, these are the nations at the time that we have today to tell you that they're coming. And by the way, all of these nations that are going to come to fight against them are Islamic. Now, Russia is not Islamic. But the Bible says that Russia is going to be kind of put a, be having a hook in the jaw that's going to drive them in to be this sort of reluctant leader to fight this battle. And the Bible goes on to say that no nation will come to the defense of Israel, which has me very concerned about where we are in the United States. Either one, we're insignificant, or two, something happens to us and we're no longer here. Uh, I, I, it, both are seem uh, almost impossible, but... 
I know that with our scriptures and knowing that this Bible that I'm reading is absolute truth, it's something for us to be concerned with. So what I wanted you to see is is that that and 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 try to clarify. I'm not clarifying for our president or the position of the United States. I'm simply saying to you as a Christian, you need to understand that Putin is not a friend of Israel. And even though Bibi Netanyahu has been to Israel two times in the last two weeks trying to get Iran out of Syria, um, there may be some verbiage about trying to get them out, but Iran's not going anywhere because they are hell-bent to destroy Israel at any cost. And this is a time for each and every one of us to be prayerful. It's a time for us that we should be looking up because I believe our Lord and Savior could come at any moment. There's absolutely nothing stopping him from coming. And we need to be, we need to be vigilant about praying for Israel and about vigilant about praying for the Jewish people. Because God says what you do to Israel, God will do to you. And so as Christians, we have a duty and a responsibility to be looking after them. There's never been more of a frightening time in the Middle East than right now. All of the players for the first time are on the stage in the theater to do exactly what was called out by Ezekiel, the prophet, in, verse, in chapter 38 and 39. We're seeing it happen. Putin is not to be trusted. Putin is not a friend of Israel. And Putin is not a friend of the United States. We may have to tolerate them because of their nuclear weapons capability. And I pray for our president that our president is not deceived and knows very clearly who this Russian leader is. And that's it for us for this week. Uh, Thanks for paying attention to High Resolution Radio and our podcast. And um, make sure you're clicking this uh, out, letting letting lots of people be able to, to see this message so that they know and they're up to date on what's really happening from a biblical perspective in the Middle East. Until then, I always sign off with the priestly blessing that comes from the bottom of my heart, and I mean it every time I give it to you. I mean it specifically for you that are paying attention. It's this. Now may the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you, and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you, and may the Lord be gracious unto you and give you his peace. And I pray that God would be a blessing to you, open your eyes and ears, to see and know the times that we live in and realize that our Lord and Savior is about to return. I pray and I ask for this blessing and supernatural protection uh, protection over your lives in Jesus' name. You're listening to High Resolution Radio. By the way, I want to encourage you to go to High Resolution Radio on Facebook. It's sort of the drudge page of the Middle East. I post things there all the time, get a chance to look at it. Go to highresolutionradio.com and hear and learn more about what we're doing with our ministry uh, to give you the most up-to-date information and telling you where we are in biblical history. God bless you. God willing. We'll see you next time. Well, you've been listening to High Resolution Radio with your host, Pastor Kurt. Now that you know what he thinks, tell him what you think by dropping him a line at highresolutionradio.com or High Resolution Radio on Facebook. He values your opinion and your feedback as he teaches in a brand new way. As always, we appreciate your support of this broadcast with your financial contribution and by sharing this message with your friends. To donate now and be a part of our global online community, visit highresolutionradio.com and click on the Donate Now button. Now that you're armed with knowledge, go out and fight the good fight. And until next time, stay sane, everyone.
clarity, reason, and 